Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Atlanta, what's going on? It is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. We will jump into a lot of things today, but Mike, as we get the show started today, we're going to get a chance to talk to one of our favorite guys, Miles Robinson's going to stop by. And it's been a busy couple of weeks for this dude, hasn't it? Man, uh, from scoring the game winner in an unbelievably emotional win over Mexico to, uh, you know, just being uh, named to the MLS All-Star team. And, again, he is one of our best players. That's why I think a lot of guys like me get the jersey. Can't wait to talk to the man because, he, according to Mike Conti, talking to Randy Andy earlier, will probably get some work. Didn't play last night because, obviously, he had a serious workload with the Team USA. But I can't wait to talk to Miles. Yeah, a lot happened last night with Atlanta United, but we still don't get a W. And I know that everybody continues to talk about how things are seemingly looking better but the results are not there. Uh, by the way, real quick, what did you think about the the, the mix-up with Joseph Martinez? Did, did, red cards? Yeah, at the end, what did you think? I, I was talking with Andy about that at the end. I heard Mike Conte on live from Montreal. and I, I mean, look, the guy put his hands on Joseph's throat. They said there uh, maybe Joseph may have had his hands in his face earlier. I don't know. I mean, you would think, you know, for, soccer, there's no fighting in soccer. Everyone just mean mugs and like, runs their forehead into somebody's chest. You know, it's the stupidest thing. But, I don't know, you put uh, your hands on a guy's throat, I would think that you are the uh, the bigger offender. Problem now is with the red card, for those who don't follow soccer, we lose him for the big match in Columbus. So, I mean, there's another match we probably won't win. You know, it's so great. it's just very, it's very exasperating. Team was uh, really had two two big lapses on defense. Otherwise, they, they came back with a big charge. I think Montreal thought they had it last night, and we came bouncing back. Yeah, I... I... I, I like the fact that Joseph didn't back down, but you're right. Where we're at currently, we need him. You know, we, we need – that's where you've got to like – and it's easy for us to say because this is an emotional game, and we'll ask Miles about it, but it's easy to say, oh, you know, he could have backed off, and, and that's what I would have wanted him to do. But the other side of me is like, I'm glad he stood up, and like, we're not going to be taking that. But then it cost us, and it's going to cost us moving forward. It's Dukes and Bell, guys. Find us on social media. He is Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes, the radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. And, of course, follow this radio show at 9, or the radio station, should I say, at 929, the game. So, Miles Robinson, just a few minutes away. We will dive into the Braves, Mike. I, I am feeling better, and I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm feeling a lot better about the way this lineup is performing. And Snit, well, he's gotten it right the last couple of nights. Uh, but the other part of it is guys are doing what they're supposed to do. But how about these new bats, man? They're, they're living up to it. 
Jorge, hip hip Jorge for Solaire, man. Remember that old uh, ESPN promo with Posada? Yeah, man. This guy, first off, he's huge. You know, I, I mean, if you didn't notice uh, and watch it last night, I was like, wow, that's one big dude. So, yeah, he's got the big home run pop. I was a little nervous. You know, Smiley, you and I were jo- I told you Smiley wouldn't make it to the fifth inning, but uh, Smiley gets uh, nearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I tweeted you literally, I think it was the second when he, right. you know, after he had given up three runs, and I was like, Mike, he's calmed down. He settled in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Well, he nearly had his head taken off by, uh, you know, I, again, I don't even give a crap about exit velocity. Let's just assume everything coming off the bat's around 100 miles an hour. But anyway, he almost gets uh, brained. He gets the uh, the glove up, uh, and it shook him up. And unfortunately, that was the three innings, uh, three run. Uh, but guess what? He did battle back, and, uh, you know, the bullpen did a, a good job. And then, of course, the clutch hitting late. And, and by the way, we'll talk, we'll get in-depth on it, because I thought the Cardinals relief pitcher, and one of the guys, pitched at such a slow pace, he literally had his own team falling asleep in the field. And it was huge, and it was a huge at-bat, and it was a big turning point for the game. But now, Carl, ta-da! We should have some kind of celebratory music, man. We I are agree. We agree. Five, I agree. 500! Yes. 54 and 54! I mean, if Finally. I, if you and I were talking about what they were doing with the roster breaking camp in Northport back in, like, end of March, if I had told you, if I had told you, August 5th, they just get to 500, you say, no, you got to be out of your mind. Yeah, I, I would have said something catastrophic would have happened. Right. Which it kind of has. Well, it has. And that's where I was about to go. I mean, it, it kind of has. You, you took Ozuna. Yeah, we, uh, 500 for the first time. Oh, come on. I, I was thinking more like John Philip Sousa, but okay. Yeah, I agree. Either way, this is actually the seventh time, believe it or not, right. this season. Seventh time we've been at 500. The problem has been, guys, we haven't been able to get above it. And that's why we're making such a big deal of it, because we've been here. I mean, you get to a point where you go, oh, man, okay, we're about to get to that 500 mark. The reason why this is so important in baseball, and for people who don't follow it you know, closely, you're just going, Braves are good, Braves are bad. Uh, the, the better teams, year in and year out, are usually 10, 15 games above 500. It's just what it is. And, you know, when you look at the Braves, I've said this, our record is not an indicator of really how good the team is. But you are what you are, and so right now this is where we're at. Mike, I don't know we were projected to win. What was it 90 games, 85 games at the beginning no, of the no, season? We were, the Mets were, uh, by many uh, estimates, were to win this division, but we were supposed to be right there, right behind them. In some, we were the guys who were going to win about 92 or 93 games. So either way, I know that uh, this season, because of the injuries, and a lot of people left him for dead, and I know there's a long way to go, but the Mets did get away, find a way to win, so you keep pace with the Mets. But this is nice, though, to see this team, some clutch hitting and some late-inning clutch hitting, which is something you and I have talked about they have been missing. All right, let's say good afternoon to our man, Miles Robinson, Hello. who joins us on the WadeFord.com hotline. Miles, before we get into last night and all that stuff, we just want to say congratulations, man. We were so proud of what you were able to accomplish with the, the U.S. men's team. That was such an exciting moment. I want to start there and talk about your experience and then just that moment of scoring that important goal. Uh, yeah, first, thanks for having me, guys. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely a surreal moment. Um, kind of crazy. It still hasn't really set in, I don't think, but uh, – it's a true honor to, you know, score and to win the Gold Cup. So I was really excited about all about it also. I mean, it was such a big win, too, because, you know, first off, you have, you know, Christian Pulisic and everybody in the first match you guys play uh, against Mexico. But then to beat them in those circumstances, it seemed like, and some people said it was almost 90% Mexican or Mexican-American fans. So the pressure seemed to be intense in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, the atmosphere was incredible, honestly. I mean, the stadium was great. Uh the grass was great, but, like, just walking out there, um, the first few minutes of the game, you know, you could feel the energy in the crowd. And uh, whether it was for us or against us, it was still, you know, a, 
unreal energy. And, uh, yeah, it was just a great game all around. You played you played every minute, right? I mean, uh, of that win. I mean, uh, you were on the pitch for every minute. And, and I'm just curious, were you gassed when that happened? Were you just exhausted? Um, I mean, yeah, the, the performance staff does a good job of getting the guys ready and mentally prepared. I remember the last um, – after the last uh, – or before the last 15-minute, um, you know, extra time segment um, – Greg comes up to me, he said, you're not tired. And I said, okay, but I said, you're right, or something like that along those lines. And, uh, yeah, I came out and, you know, happened to score, and, you know, the rest is history. It's so funny to see you know, guys that we always assume as the enemy, like you and like, Zardis next to each other, that big, you know, that, that, like, that <laughs> yeah. Wesley Snipes demolition man throw next to you. So was it the play? How, how was that set piece designed? It's whoever, get, whoever the ball hits on the noggin, or are you supposed to score that goal? I mean, it was just a great ball from Kellen Acosta, honestly. Um, we knew going in that, like, the backside of the zone was, you know, the the part we were going to try to attack, and um, that's kind of where Kellen tried to place it, and that's where I, I lined up. So, um, thankfully, I got my head to it. Guys, it is Miles Robinson here on Dukes and Bell. Uh, let's shift gears, talk about Atlanta United, because a lot of you guys have now made your way back to the club. Thank God. But, Miles, we're still struggling with W's, man. Describe what you are seeing and and how do you feel about the club? I know we've undergone a lot of changes, including the manager, but where are you right now with where the club is? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, uh, you know, a tough period of time um, in terms of wins. But, um, you know, the MLS season is long, um, and it's long for a reason. You know, there's been plenty of, you know, positive seasons from other teams that, you know, start slow, but – it's just about, uh, you know, picking up pace and getting a, a type of momentum and rhythm going into the, the final stretch of the season. And I think um, we can do that if we can, you know, continue to focus and dial it in. One of the brightest stars in America, an MLS all-star, and of course, our Atlanta United's Miles Robinson with us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. So, Carl, I guess he was prepared to play 120 minutes against Mexico thanks to Heinze's training methods. Um, <laughs> without, without getting too far in the rearview mirror, were you guys looking at each other in any of those practices, Miles, going, damn, what, what's, what's going on here, man? This is like boot camp. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Obviously, you understand how he – um, became such a great player because of his, you know, his work ethic is incredible, even as a coach. And I think that's what he's trying to instill with us, just, you know, high demanding, you know, on and off of the pitch, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I wasn't a part of anything towards the end of it all. But, um, yeah, I just got to focus on, you know, right. the present now and, you know, the new coach, Rob, everyone has faith in. So it should be good for now. So what do you guys need to do, man, to finish these games? I saw Brad say afterwards, you know, we just we can't concede goals late like this. We continue to do it. Um, I mean, what do you think needs to change, or is there just is this just about locked in and being, you know, executing at the end of matches? What do you think it is? Um, I mean, it's tough to say. You know, you kind of want to say some of it could be, you know, just some bad luck, but. Uh, I don't think that's ever really a good excuse. Uh, it's just about, you know, fully dialing it in for, you know, the full 90 minutes, you know, ensuring there's as little errors as possible and, you know, um, just sticking together as a group. 
and uh, hopefully we can do that these next uh, couple months coming up. I know it was tough because uh, George. It seemed like it was a miscommunication uh, in the back line with the, with the second goal or the first second goal. And the first goal, Joseph's not really himself as Brad's trying to get the ball out of there. And then Joseph, it seemed like when Montreal was celebrating. From what what, what could you see, Miles? I know you're on the sideline, but it seemed like Joseph got hot. That Montreal thought they had won it at that point. And I love his passion. I hate now we're going to miss him next week. But it seems like Joseph was really ready to stir the drink. Oh uh, yeah, I mean definitely. He, you know, he's in a lethal score so. You give them a half of a chance and they'll finish it or, you know, create, you know, a chance, like draw the penalty. And, you know, within what, like a quick 10 minutes, we're, we're back tied 2-2. Two, two. So it's, it's just that type of fight and that type of, you know, heart is, is what we need to, you know, um, continue this season. All right, back to the, to the goal. I mean, how'd y'all celebrate? What did you do? Come on, yeah, how'd you, you celebrate? Look, they were in Vegas. Carl, do you see the picture of these guys? What, I know! Which club were you guys in? I don't even know what it was called, but <laughs> the whole team, the whole team, the whole staff, or a lot of the staff, we're just all celebrating. You know, we went through some, you know, tough sessions. We we're grinding for, you know, exactly like a month, you know, you know, hoping for a moment like this to celebrate, you know, all the hard work we put in. And, uh, and it was definitely a great night, you know, popping, popping the bottles and yeah. the, uh, in, in the locker room after was definitely, you know, is definitely, you know, some of the funnest activities you can do. No doubt. Well, Miles, man, we know uh, we want to pop some more bottles here with Atlanta United, and hopefully we can get back on the right track of doing that. Congratulations, man, on all the success. You know we're big supporters of you and uh, happy for you and, and everything that's going on. Let's hopefully get this team back on, on the right track. But uh, good luck moving forward, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, guys. It means a lot, for real. Congrats, yeah, congrats on the all-star team, man. Great guy, man. We love Miles. We've known him since he was a little younger Miles. And obviously, Carl, he is one of the biggest stars in American soccer right now. He really is, man. And oh. we're lucky to have him, Mike, to be honest. I mean, we really are. While we do have some soccer heads listening because we're just talking to Miles, huge news out of Barcelona. They can't make the contract work with Lionel Messi. He could be playing in Germany next year or this year, which has got people, soccer heads around the world, freaking out. We'll tell you more about it later. Yeah, and are we going to get who we wanted to get in the transfer window or not? Mm. All right. Well, if a guy has one name, that generally means he's good, right? That's usually the case. You know, it's like if you and I were like, it's Dukes and Miguelito. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Miguelito, that guy's got some moves. All right, man, we got plenty to dive into coming up. More on the Braves. Um, lineup looks really good, guys. We might be on to something here. Mike and I will tell you more coming up next. So, you know, immediately, Mike, you hear that uh, that news, and uh, people are already asking, well, what about Atlanta United? I mean, we've got international <laughs> players. Yeah, as one guy said, you know, they just uh, he made like $600 million on his last deal with uh, Barca. So Barcelona, again, a lot of stuff going on over there, but uh, they said uh, in, their, in their press release that came out, and their world's reacting. Again, if you're not a soccer fan, I get it. Well, this is like LeBron James. This is like Tiger Woods. You know, it's, it's Ronaldo or it's Messi, and this is Messi from uh, Barcelona. Uh, economic and structural issues uh, making it un, uh, unable, and they cannot afford to sign Messi. What's that mean? That they don't have the money, and they can't meet his demands, and they've had some issues over there. They've, they've had a bit of a soap opera themselves. Real Madrid and, and Barca have had their own dramas uh, in the, in, over the last you know 18 months or so. Uh, former managers and, and former executives piping in. But anyway... Hey, Messi will be out there somewhere. There's only about like three or four teams on the planet that would uh, be able to pay what he'd probably be wanting right now. But yeah, we see. I mean, it's always a fun idea. There was always that uh, the story that Miami and Beckham's ownership group at some point, whenever the string played out for Messi in Europe. 
that he would cash in. Now, he don't need to cash in, as one guy just pointed out on Twitter, because he's got more money than Davy Crockett. But the idea that he would come here to America, as, as, a, uh, as most uh, aging players do, and, and still have some fun and make some loot. Not that yeah. he needs it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it would be more because he wanted to do but it. But to have an Argentinian, one of the world's greatest soccer players, you know, in South Florida, that was always, a, that was always a, maybe a pipe dream, but that was always something that was talked about. Yeah, I mean, real quick while we're on this discussion, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're going to uh, get to what happened last night with the Braves here in just a second. Uh, but where, where is MLS now, Mike, in the pecking order? It's still not considered an elite league, even though we might have a super club because right. of what we've been able to accomplish. I mean, ironically, we've raised the tide. You know, you know, the, the rising tide raised all the ships. Well, we were the ones kind of you know, pushing the tide into the harbor because Arthur spent money, did things the right way, and, and the way we were able to win in our second year. And almost win it again, you know, in the in nineteen. So that's how part of the kind of like the Gretzky. Remember when Gretzky came into L.A. and it kind of rejuvenated the NHL and the expansion yeah. took over. We're part of that, and now we can't get out of our own way, seemingly. But uh, yeah, I, I do think we're below the Mexican League, right. and we're going to play the Mexican All Stars, which is a good idea this year. But yeah, it's just yeah, I, I love it. I don't care what people think of it, you know. But I, I know that it, yes, to the soccer purists out there and soccer snobs, they would say this is not elite soccer. Well, and that's the, the point I'm getting to is if you're messy, right, then, then, I mean, coming to the United States is one thing and, and hmm. playing here. But if you just wanted to compete, continue to compete at a high level in other leagues around the world, right. MLS is not in that, that first few list of well, here's where I'm going. So we have to put that in context. But I agree with you. I mean, I don't care. It's growing. It, it's even hey. it's, it's bigger than what I ever thought it would be. And that was going back 20 some odd years ago. And people right. were telling me, hey, this MLS thing's going to take off. And well, we're finally starting to see that. Right. And I know it's all relative. We watch college and not all the college players can make it to the pros. And obviously we love the NFL. But I mean, like, it's just it's a great experience. It's funny because I got the, the renewal came in. I got the, you know, the email from the United. I'm like, I, I cannot not renew my United tickets because I always bag on people in this town for quitting, for being fair weather fans. Sure. And you got to ride it out through thick or thin. And I'm literally like, my, I got my hand on the mouse went to click the button. And I'm like, all right. You know, I'm, because I do. I know the worm will turn. I hope it would. Maybe somebody's going to have to get fired over there. I don't want to wish that on anybody, but I don't know if they can't. What Arthur's going to do next? Because you know we're expecting greatness from these guys year in year out. You know what though? It, you can turn it around. You and I both know this fairly quickly. Yeah. I mean, we want it in our second year for crying out loud. But you can turn it around with a couple of moves. Uh, the, the problem for us, let's be honest, we ain't got the right manager in here. We have not been able to get the right guy in here, and that has somewhat haunted us you know for everybody that says we had success with DeBoer if DeBoer was that good he'd still be here I get it coming off of the championship we ended up at the end of the year but the reality is that's that's the part Mike they have not gotten right so that's why this is a big decision moving forward whoever they're going to bring in you know I don't care who it is if it's a guy in MLS they're talking about the Seattle assistant I don't care who it is he's got to be the right guy because you can't go through three managers in you. less than two years. Look, if DeBoer, if we had, you know, Burkhalter, who now is being chided, I mean, being lauded as a genius, who's being chided as running guys to the ground. That's how Miles got hurt. We didn't have him for that game against, uh, was it, uh, Columbus last two years ago. Uh, and then, you know, then if you win the championship, Joseph makes the penalty kick, we go on and win the MLS title, then you'll look at the bubble as, ah, it's the bubble, who cares, right? We'll come back, we'll get him next year. And then Frank might still be here. You know how it is. It's all relative. But uh, Frank came back and the coaching staff was mailing it in, and he got fired. So here we are, and uh, it's, it's an ugly look right now. I hope that Darren Eels and, and, and Carlos Boganeri can figure this out. Because last night, I mean, we, had, we gave up two terrible goals to start the game, and then we showed some moxie, and Joseph battled back. But again, our luck. Now Joseph can't even play next week against Columbus because he got in a fight with a dude. 
It's Dukes and Bell, guys. Uh, we will continue to uh, talk about what went down last night there. But right now, we need to talk about these Braves. Chris behind the glass, our engineer, Glow Sticks, Bo Morgan, executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Well, if you don't believe me in saying that these guys are killing it, just listen to our managers say it. Oh, yes, we were just in there kind of as you review what happened. It's like they all had a big part in a, in a big win today. All of them. You know, that's really, it's really good. It's very encouraging. Solaire, Stephen Vogt, Duvall, Jock Peterson, all these guys that weren't here that are now here are a big reason as to why all of a sudden now this lineup looks legit and it's been extended. Um, when you talk about 500, which Mike and I are making a big deal of, because here we are again at 500, the poll question's up at Dukes and Bell 929. Are we going to go above 500 tonight, Mike Bell? Above 500, yes or no? All right, if Tukey keeps ball in park, Braves win. You know, last week after two great starts for Tukey, he got the ball way up in the strike zone, and it was over the fence. So we're going up against Wade LeBlanc, Carl. So LeBlanc! <laughs> so a dude that got from the Orioles, uh, his ERA is over four. He's a left-hander. We've got guys can match up with lefties, so hey, I, I I don't know, just how does Tukey rebound from a terrible start? I, I wouldn't bet this game. I bet the Max Fried games. I felt good about this, and I, I knew Lester was terrible, but I, I don't know. I mean, can we get good Tukey? Then let's rock and roll. Good bullpen last night. Good bullpen the last couple of of nights. When you start looking at this Braves team, Martin, Martin got me a little irked last night, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, he allowed that run because he he let Carpenter steal third, and that was it, right. he went uncontested. He put him in scoring position. It was easy money. But Smiley went four innings. Mike called this yesterday. He said, "Can he get five? Uh, I said, "Yeah, he's got to go five. He did not start out the game great, and and it didn't look like he had his best stuff. But could he have come out there another inning? Yeah, but Snit made the right decision. And then you throw in there Richard Rodriguez. He pitches the fifth inning. You throw in Tyler Matzik, who's been really good. Martin comes in. I mean, the bottom line is this bullpen, for for all that it's you know worth, three scoreless Tuesday night, and then you give up one run over five last night. That's pretty good. I thought the Braves, you know, they're showing the poise. I mean, it's as we said, you know, all the metrics, all the ways you look at this. The clutch thing. You and I were talking about how all the big games and all the great wins after the seventh inning. Well, last night, the Braves, if you didn't see the game, guys, I mean, they were able to hang in there and then get the big hits. And, then again, if you didn't watch this, this was the craziest darn thing, and they were talking about this on the broadcast. Gallegos literally taking 45 seconds between pitches, shaking off his catcher. It was one of the craziest at-bats. Was it Heredia? It was at the plate? Yes. I think it was down 0-2. And guy, and it, it was two check swings. I, they, you might have gotten punched out on the third one, but they said it was a, a ball four. Carl, the, the Cardinals fell asleep. Anybody ever play little league? Anybody ever play high school hey, baseball? Hey Johnny, wake up out there, hey, Johnny. Be I, alert. I, I, we had a guy, Steve Russell, from my high school, and my buddy John Real played second base, and he used to taunt during the game. Carl, he would taunt him. Hey Steve. Maybe you can get the rest of us involved. <laughs> anyway, the Cardinals, were you can see, during in between pitches, guys were like squatting in the infield. Like, what the hell's going on here? So they fall asleep. They boot a ball, a ball in right. They got uh, they got a, a demolition derby in the outfield between their center fielder and right fielder, and the Braves produce three runs in the eighth inning. All right, guys, it's Dukes and Bell. It's our headline segment brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone does not have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. This just in. Lou Will is back. 
Lemon Pepper Lou, Mike, is coming back. Hey, I didn't know what the money was going to be like. Again, like everything else, didn't want to overspend, but now we got a vet. We've got other guys that can get worked in, but we were a little little lean in the guard department, and I know that Lou wanted a multi-year deal. So good for Lou, man. Love I mean, it. Hey, instant scoring and two big, big performances in the playoffs for us last year. So here's the thing, too, guys. It's Dukes and Bell again. Lou Williams returning to the Hawks. He had said at the end of the season he had so much fun. He thought, you know, he was going to retire. Remember when the trade happened? I'm glad he's back as well. And we're going to talk more about this because we've got to take a break. When we come back, we will. But – he is not going to have to do as much as we needed him to do last season, simply because of the injuries. We needed his scoring. We needed his ball handling, all those things. But now, literally, Mike, you can pick and choose his minutes and how you're going to use him because you know he's instant offense. Mm. We're coming back. That's big news. That just dropped. Uh, we're going to talk Falcons as well, but Lou Williams is coming back to the Hawks. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is Dukes and Bell. News just breaking about our man Lou Williams. Lou. Uh, coming back to the Hawks. One year, $5 million for Lou. Uh, Shams reporting it, um, Serenia, and, and he was the first guy to have it. But the, the bottom line is, Mike, when you go look at our roster now with the offseason, a lot of people said, let's just run it back. A lot of people said, let's just make sure we take right. care of our guys and run it back. If you go look at our roster for the most part, that's really what's going on here. Now, we do have a couple of additions that y even you like. I mean, you talked about adding some size and 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 whatnot. But I mean, it's not like, you know, Yorgi uh, Gang is going to be a player like 15 or 20 minutes. He's correct. like, you know, he's going to kind of be doing what Okongu did until Okongu comes back. But he does add a 6'10 uh, piece off the bench. But again, you know, we, we've... 
we didn't get Cam for the full season. We didn't get DeAndre Hunter. So it's almost like it's, it's to a degree getting free agents, you know, to see what Cam can do from November on. You know, the same thing goes for help and knock wood. These guys can stay healthy because if they can't, then they, they, they ain't going to be around here much longer. That's another part of this. But I, I do agree with you. There's nothing wrong with this team. This team did everything without uh, some of these pieces, and now these pieces are going to be back for the full season. All right, so the second team, and again, we'll, we'll see what Nate's rotations are. And, and, you know, if you're new to the show or maybe you just got to the ATL, we're excited about this Hawks team. We're excited about where they're going and the potential of what we can do here in the next few years as our guys continue to mature. You you know Trey and the circumstances, but our starting five is, is – I don't care if you have Bogey in there – you know, Herter, Cam, Hunter. But the second unit now, we have scoring with DeLon Wright, Lou, uh, whether Cam starts or not, if Cam's coming off the bench, again, Gallo, when Okongwu comes back, that's the group, Mike, for me. Like, you're starting five is your starting five, and you're going to be in games. But when, when Trey goes to the bench or John sits down for a limited amount of time or long long stretches for that matter – um, what are we doing? How are we scoring buckets? What That, to me, has always been the thing, and it, it, it concerned me in the playoffs when Trey went down, and that's why Lou was so big in those games that he stepped up in. But I think that's what we needed to improve, but that also comes with health. So the second unit for me now when I'm looking at, all right, Trey goes and sits, he gets his rest, are we losing anything? Are we not dropping off, uh, you know, and, and the second unit is able to put the, bucket, the ball in the bucket? Right. So, I mean, this team is going to be pressed by the heat. We've talked about, you know, how the Bulls have uh, upped their game as well. Almost everybody in the East, and if you want to call it an arms race, I mean, I don't know if Kemba Walker can stay healthy for the Knicks, but they've added some some pieces there. Uh, they also added, uh, what was it, Fournier from, uh, you know, he plays for France. By the way, you watch, did you watch Slovenia today, by the way, in France? I, I did not. I did not. I got to be honest with you, it was it was pretty good, and it was back and forth. And I know that uh, some guys are bagging if you didn't see it on Luca <laughs> because he didn't get a chance to take the last shot, but he did pass, and then the guy missed the shot. But it was it was pretty wild, man. To see. So a rematch with France. Oh, 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 Frenchie, oh, Lieutenant Steve. That's a Good Morning Vietnam reference, Chris. Anyway, guys, so. We'll- so yeah. So do we destroy them? We now? were not. We're not the team we were. Durant has been obviously a one man gang. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that uh, like we started off super sluggish in Vegas. We had guys opt out. We had all sorts of issues, and it, it took a minute. We were bagging on Pop for you know all the crap that when, he, when he's not winning, he sounds like a crankapus. But now, I mean, they got a chance, and I, I just not, we're not going to get lose to France twice, Carl. Not with Durant on the watch. <laughs> not did. with Captain America. By the way, how about the rebranding of Kevin Durant? We better Captain not. America. We better not. I mean, see, this is the thing. I didn't know if we'd get here after that early loss, and everybody's like, oh. So they got their stuff together. They're playing a lot better. But you're right. Durant is carrying us. He just he, – he is. And so we'll see, man. I mean, I don't know if it'll be a blowout, but I expect us to win. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think France is going to lose by 30, but I do expect us to win that, that, that game. Well, and, Carl, and when you goal. have uh, Decolo Gobert <laughs> – Baton is Rudy Gobert. Uh, and uh, Yabulsele. And then, of course, when you have Luau Cabral coming what off the bench. You, what did you just say? Luau Cabral coming <laughs> off the bench. All these names oh, sound oh, like they all oh, sound the same. Oh, le, le, l'équipe française est très bien en basketball. Yeah. Oh, oh. So yeah. there you go. So useless French to know and tell. I just said the French basketball team is good. So uh, we'll get a rematch. But they did take out Luca, which some say they might have been a harder out taking on Slovenia. I know. Well, he would have had. Uh, he would have had. Um, he would have taken it personal, right? Yeah. To beat the American team. No, to know I play against these guys in the league, and then I'm going to lead. 
a bunch of bums, let's be honest, guys mm-hmm. you've probably never heard of, and and beat you guys, that would have been that signature moment for Lucas. So I agree. I think yeah. there would have been something else to that. 16 points, 18 assists. So double double more of a facilitator because they, they obviously they said, you know what? Maybe it's only in a country of what, two and a half million people? Maybe we should double Luca. What do you think? <laughs> so you know, that's what they, they wound up doing. So we'll see. I mean, look, we if you missed the show yesterday or two days ago, there was an article. I think it was Dan Wolken who wrote it that was saying that, uh, or Dan Wetzel, I forget who wrote it, but it was saying that, you know, we, we've been bagging it and making fun of Durant because, you know, you, you, you take his amazing athletic prowess for, for granted because of all the stuff that comes out on the side or off the court. But this guy, I mean, I mean, he wanted to play. He's not. He wasn't close to 100% coming off an Achilles. You know, the compressed season, LeBron was complaining about, they're dropping like flies. Durant did not tap out. Durant is playing with his heart. you got to respect that. I'm curious, though, Mike. Now you've gone and played, extended your season, right? He was in the playoffs, remember? They, they get beat. Okay, so is he going to last a full season this upcoming season? See, because right. this is the thing with LeBron that's been so amazing. You think about it, he went to 10 straight finals, guys. 10. And when your season is extended like that, all that wear and tear on your body, so you don't get the kind of rest where your season ends in, you know, May, and all of a sudden you get, you know, till September to, to relax and, and, and recuperate. Uh, recuperate. Can't even speak. Uh, <laughs> recoup. And, and recoup. And uh, and get get your body right. So now I'm wondering with Durant, maybe the Achilles is healed. Obviously, Mike, with the way he's playing. But now you just extended mm-hmm. your your season. He's going to come back, and everybody's going to expect the Nets to be a playoff team, right? They're going to be the team to beat in the East. I know Milwaukee just won it. I'm just curious if he's going to be able to hold up. That's my question now. Well, I mean, Curtin Clay Shaw. And- and we stop- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm the one mangling names. You're having a fun one. It's your turn. Your turn this week. So, no, man, look, we speak for five hours. It comes out sideways sometimes. But, yeah, man, if you didn't watch it, I, I was on the DVR, so I had to zip through it today. But we were down at one point like 15 points to Australia. It was ugly. I know. And, uh, and there was turnovers. And because I think we can all agree, because of COVID, all the Olympic basketball, it's a lot of it's a lot of discombobulation. And we are bad on defense sometimes. We we miss assignments, we miss switches. And so Australia was having a minute, you know, where they, they looked like they were gonna run away with this. And then we go on a twelve nothing run. Durant goes for twenty three. So I mean you gotta look to find this stuff because they know that women don't watch basketball, so they put it on like, you know, C N B B C the Ocho. But anyway, great win for the I, but, US. I, but but def- defensively though. I mean, that's the part, right? I mean, we've just usually been better in these moments than everybody else. Right. And Stukes and Bell, guys, we're uh, talking about this because Lou Williams is coming back to the Hawks one year, $5 million. And uh, so we, we got into this discussion about the Olympics, which we, we've kind of uh, pivoted mm-hmm. to. But uh, we usually are just better than everybody else. Right. So defensively, it, it hasn't been like, like that hasn't been the focus. It's usually just we're just going to outscore you. Our guys are better than you. But to your point, that's one of the reasons why this team has struggled, Mike. I don't think this has been a good defensive team. Right. And also, uh, Patty Mills, I was watching some of that. And by the way, he's a net. You know, Patty Mills, you know, he, he got, kind of got a little stymied. He had a great tournament for Australia. He goes for 15 today, 5 for 14 shooting, by the way, by USA guards. So we were, you know, it was a mixed bag. I mean, it's just, there's not a lot of flow at times, the best way to describe it. But the nets, you know, you got the big three and you add Patty Mills. That's a nice, that's a nice pickup for them. I think so, too. I do. Uh, I'm happy about the Hawks. Uh, Chris, let's put another poll up for our, for our folks out there. Dukes and Bell 929. All right. You look at our roster now. Trey's been taken care of. We knew that was going to happen. John now has come to an agreement. Well, we didn't know that was going to happen for sure. But now that it has, we feel good about it. You bring back Lou. If you look at our team now, for the most part, this is and, and considering that they'll be healthy, it's the same team 
that we had last season, but I think a year experience, Mike, you, you talk about having the, the, the depth that we need when healthy. I'm feeling pretty good about this team, man. I think we are going to be a top-tier team in the East. Who was it yesterday? We had Ryan McDonough, the yeah. former general manager, when he was saying – He really likes the heat, really yeah. likes the heat. Yeah. But, but he was saying, I don't think anything changes a whole lot with the top-tier teams in the East. Well, that would be considered – we would be considered one of those teams. Right. You know, we battled with New York for that fourth overall spot, but i got to tell you guys, I don't think New York got that much better. No, I mean, again, it's about is Kemba Walker going to stay healthy? Fournier we talked about, uh, who's obviously elevated his game. But, yeah, I mean, the, the Nets, if the Nets are healthy, they should be number one seed. right? Yes. And, they, and they should have yes. beaten the Bucs. If they were healthy, they were smoking the Bucs in those first two. I mean, they were knocking them out of the gym. As bad as we got beat in game two in Milwaukee, Milwaukee got beat just as bad in Brooklyn. But then now, as we said, they've added some depth. Uh, they're not going anywhere. Milwaukee pretty much is, I think they lost one piece, but they're back. Yeah, P.J. Tucker signed with the Heat, right? With the and, Heat. Yeah, that's, that's, but for the most part, they're yeah. intact. Yeah, but here's the deal about P.J. Tucker. For all that he isn't offensively, he's one tough SOB, and he brings that toughness. Now, you add that to what Jimmy Butler already is in Miami, they may be the best defensive team in this conference. So not that they're going to shut guys down, but they have options now to roll. Just like when we have Hunter and Reddish available, they have options to roll guys around and put those guys on your stars, mm-hmm. and they can defend. Hey, I, li- I like what Miami's done. I really right. do. By the way, real quick, we got to catch a break, but uh, I always joke around. Thomas Wolf, Carl says, you can never go home again. Bunch of Hawks fans have been hitting us up the last couple of days because there have been a couple articles. The Warriors apparently interested. Would we be interested in bringing Paul Millsap back? No. All right, me neither. <laughs> no. I've no. Got, I got young guys that can do the job right now. No. If we why, need some why? if I need some help, we'll get the help at the trade deadline. I don't want Paul Millsap back. Why? Here. I don't you, want why do I want a guy that's gonna make me fall asleep with all the young athletic stars we have on this team? I just answer me why. Like what tell me what he does. Because he's a name. People recognize a name. Okay. That, the answer is no. I mean, there's nothing he does right now at this point in his career that we don't have a guy on our current roster that probably does it better. Right. Let's go bring Joe Johnson back, too. All right, man. Looking at the Hawks roster, signings, how optimistic are you heading into next season? Top three seed, four through six, seven through eight. Polls up at Dukes and Bell, nine through nine. I'm about to vote, and then I'm going to retweet this and put him up C. Dukes. We'll come back. Kirk Cousins is tripping. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.